Hey, what's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp, and welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Hey, listen, uh, as you guys come on and uh, either live or catch the replay, um, drop us a comment. Let us know uh, that there's life out there and um, that uh, you guys are tuning in. Let us know where you're tuning in from, um, whether it's, uh, you know, here in the United States, which is where we're at, uh, we're going to find out where I where our guest is at. But also, if you're overseas or international, I'd love to see more of the demographics of where our people are tuning in from because I think it really shows how international uh, our community is. Um, I am I am excited this morning because you know just like most mornings, we try to. Uh, uh, bring you guys sort of fresh stories, um, people who are doing cool and interesting things similar to what you guys are doing. And this morning, um, we're going to bring you as the headline, uh, probably give you a little bit of a clue, uh, a unique story from a dude named Marson. This is an ex-Hollywood uh, uh, filmmaker who basically left uh, that industry to go on and choose internet marketing, but why? Why would why would somebody leave what, in most people's minds, uh, is probably a dream career? It's probably a place where most people would aspire to go to, uh, to be creative, uh, to then come online and do this, you know, this little internet thing. <laughs> why would somebody want to do something like that? Um, so we're going to find out today. This is going to be interesting, and you guys are going to hear affiliate marketing and consulting uh, from a different perspective than you may have ever heard it before. So, Marson, um, what is up, my brother, and welcome to the show. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much. Uh, the big congratulation goes to you, man. Thank you so much for this amazing program, and it's an honor to be here, so uh, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, tell, give us the full and correct pronunciation, also of your last name. So it's Marcin, which is Polish, and uh, Teodoro, which is actually Greek. So my father was Greek. Okay, very interesting, man. Very interesting. And where are you living? Don't ask at, about right? my middle name. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? I said, don't ask about my middle name because then it gets real crazy. <laughs> All right. Where are you living right now? Uh, so I'm in California. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, um, without further ado, take us, you know, I, I, every time somebody, just so you guys understand, every time somebody comes on the show, we, we ask them about 10 questions. We just ask them to fill out a little questionnaire. So sort of, I can have a little bit of background on them. And, uh, I come on about a minute before we start the show and everything is live. So I'm getting to know, uh, Marson today, like at, the same exact time that you are. Um, one of the things uh, that I really, you know, I enjoyed reading your your uh, um, I enjoyed reading your uh, uh, your your questionnaire. I'm going to ask you about a couple of interesting things, but before I do that, take us back, man, and and tell us where you came from. What it what was this what was this Hollywood career that you had? What was that all about? And then um, how did you get into it? And then why did you get out of it? Um, yeah, so I mean, it's quite a few things to unpack. I'll try to kind of keep it concise, but uh, I guess it all started um, 
where I come from. So I'm originally Polish and I came to the US when I was 11 years old. So obviously immigrant story, you know, and wanting to live the American dream. So the first thing to me was the biggest lights in town. And my parents were living in, oh, my mom was living in America, um, in California, in Los Angeles. So obviously landing here, growing up here, not knowing the language. Uh, sports was kind of a huge part of my um, upbringing, my childhood, especially basketball. And then um, that led me to um, falling in love with film. It's how I learned the language. So I think there was this like instant connection um, to the film business. And at a very young age, I was actually 15 when I got my first job in the film business. So I was, school never really worked for me. I had a really hard time kind of adapting and being accepted. Mm -hmm. So I kind of looked elsewhere at a very young age when I was in high school. So um, terrible student, <laughs> a C student, never went to college kind of story. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I started working in the film business. I got a job at a radio station, kind of walked into it. And then um, it kind of led me down this path for the next realistically 19 years. Wow. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of was in the business till I was 30. Um, and I did everything from obviously breaking into the business, music videos, corporate videos. I mean, every EPK you could imagine, probably hundreds and hundreds of projects that I worked on. Um, and then the projects got bigger, worked with bigger clients, got to work with Hitachi for a few years, uh, which was a pretty big client. And then, uh, and then my dream was always to make films. But 10 years went by and I still wasn't making films. I got to work on some films, but I never got to make my own film. So there was a lot of, I would say, frustration, especially being a young kind of driven 20 year old thinking you can rule the world, which we all do at that age. Um, you know, I said, I need to make a film. I need to make a film. So I started working on trying to accomplish a movie. And another five years went by and I couldn't get it done because obviously if you're not from the business, it's very difficult. I mean, I didn't have rich parents. I didn't have rich friends who could just be like, hey, Marcin, here's a million bucks, bro. I trust you. You got this. <laughs> um, so what I did one day was actually, um, it was 2009. One of my business partners at the time who would fly in from the UK, he told me, you know, hey, I'm going to be coming in for a month. Let's do some really fun projects. And I said, this time it's gonna be different. So he came into town, I picked up an iPhone. It was the first iPhone I remember that just came out. I went to the store and got it. And he shows up and I said, I have an idea. And this idea changed my life. And it was also the reason I ended up leaving the film business. So it's a bittersweet story. But essentially what ended up happening was I told him we're gonna make a film, like today. He's like, yeah, yeah, great. I was like, I don't care how we do it. I don't care what it takes. I don't care if it's just you and me with this iPhone, we're gonna make a film. And I dropped all the work that I was doing at the time. And I basically said, let's do this. And he thought I was crazy. And so did the next person. And so did the next person. And so did the next 10 people. I had people move into my apartment. I was living in downtown LA at the time. And I had about 25 people sleeping in my loft at the time. And we ended up making a Hollywood film and here's the crazy part, we did it in 30 days. So as crazy as the idea was, it was kind of like my entry into the film business, like the real film business, um, where I got to actually make a film. So long story short, ended up making that film. Uh, we ended up raising over, um, it was valued at over a million dollars, the film. Uh, we did it all in 30 days from writing the script to making the film to shooting the film. It was a pretty incredible story. 
Um, throughout the whole story, everybody said it was impossible. You're crazy. This will never happen. So I kind of, I guess, saw the train wreck coming. So what I did is I actually documented every part of it mm. um, and have a documentary about it, actually, that when we did it. So that was kind of what ended up happening, getting into the business. Once I got into the film business after making that movie, I got to produce a few other films and it was never the same. I had this incredible experience of doing it. It was a community. Everybody was just doing it for the art. And once I got to the next level, things got a bit different. You know, being obviously a producer, director, you're, in, you're responsible for a lot more stuff. There's a lot more money. There's a lot more people wanting control. It's the typical corporate story. Yeah. And, um, and I did that for another five years and then things kind of just got salty and I just got really tired and um, I just wanted out, you know, I just got burnt out and I wanted a new opportunity. And um, the first job I ever got a radio station was actually for an internet company um, in 98. So, I mean, we're similar age days, so you know those times. With, you, uh, you look younger than me, brother. I think I've got some, <laughs> some years on my face. Damn, I'm looking at you going, this this guy's 25. Oh, no, man. Yeah, it must be the California sun, I guess. I think so, man. The sun over there is better and different than here in Florida. Yeah. So did that take – so that's that's really interesting. A lot of things came up. I think one most most for me was the power of like a deadline and the power mm -hmm. of – of accountability because you had the this team and these people and you said i'm going to do this and i think that that really applies to this business and all business because a lot of people come into this community and other internet communities or businesses and they think that well okay i'm just going to kind of hang out on my own island and that that doesn't work well because right. I'm not my best coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not my best accountability partner. I'm just not. I mean, I've got I can sell myself a line of stuff. So you 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 created something that was essentially your most proud your your you had a lot of pride around uh and you did it fast. And I just find that interesting. So how how tell take us now into the beginning of your internet marketing career and i'm going to be curious if the beginning of your internet marketing career first of all how you got into it but if you applied that same level of speed or if you sort of kicked the tires around and and uh, maybe tried to hold yourself accountable uh, uh or if you had a similar timeline as the as the filmmaking career cuz i see there's just such a there's just such a contrast here between, you know, what you're true. And I think this is true for all of us. We have so much potential, but something often holds us back, whether it's, you know, because you could have gone off and made that film maybe at any point in your career. But at a certain time you decided to and you made this film and a documentary in 30 days. I mean, it, it's just amazing what potential re we really truly have when we get in the the right environment with the right people. Um, so, and, and obviously you've had amazing success with your, with your internet business, but the story is where the, the, the clues are. So take us mm -hmm. to now let's pick up and tell us where the, the rest of the story will take us. Sure. Um, 
So after um, I left, I actually left on my 30th birthday. Um, I made a promise to myself when I was 21. I said, when I turn 30, on my 30th birthday, if I'm not happy, I'm leaving. And it actually happened that way, which is kind of remarkable because I'm thinking back nine years. So then I was kind of, to be honest, lost. And I went down the rabbit hole um, of the YouTube rabbit hole. And um, I mean, I tried everything and anything from you know the typical MLMs to every affiliate offer you could imagine, mm -hmm. um, all kinds of different stuff, day trading, Forex trading, you know, whatever the beautiful internet has to offer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it led me to Amazon. So the one thing about Amazon that stood out to me was it seemed like an actual business. It seemed like there was a lot more steps that can all be done fairly quickly, but it would almost give, it, give you the facade of having an actual business, which I wanted. So for me, it was very important to, because I just came from a, you know, production company and I would call a real business. And I was like, I'm not just going to start pumping offers out, which I don't know anything about. I really want to build something. Mm -hmm. um, another passion of mine is dogs. So I love dogs. So while going down the rabbit hole of Amazon, I decided I wanted to go a low ticket item um, that I could basically get people in that I could get at a low price that I could put in a shoebox. That was kind of my concept. And I wanted to find something that I could actually brand and make it seem extremely valuable, that, that perceives value play. Mm -hmm. and, and I obviously learned that from the film business, making an independent film, you want to present it as a big budget movie by the quality. Mm -hmm. So I ended up finding leather leashes for dogs. Mm -hmm. um, and I had you know dogs at the time, I was doing little like dog training as a passion. And I was like, this could be a really fun thing. I have the dogs already to shoot the videos, to shoot the pictures. So I ended up going on Alibaba, ended up finding a manufacturer, ended up getting the leashes for like three bucks and uh, ordered my first, I think it was 10 at the time. I ordered 10 and I ordered like four different ones. So it was basically a hundred dollar test. They came in, I was super excited. I built the system, you know, went into the Amazon, obviously learning the whole thing while actually getting all the creatives done and branded it. So the competitors were selling their leashes for like seven bucks, nine bucks. And I came out the gate at 29 bucks mm. because I found this leather leash that actually was amazing. It was like braided. It was super high quality. Um, and I put it out there and the first day I sold one, the, literally the first day I put up the listing and I sold one. I still can't believe it. It was like the most exciting thing ever getting that first sale. And actually the first initial sale was for $7 because I hadn't changed the price yet when the listing went live. So my first official sale was seven bucks. And, uh, and then next thing it took off. I started putting more products out there and I always had a premium mindset when it came to products in general. Um, and that is also accurate with your program, which we'll talk about I'm sure later. Um, so yeah, so started going into Amazon, really diving deep and just focused on Amazon. I wasn't trying to do every other opportunity out there. I really honed in on it and mm. I would say within three months, it was doing about 10,000 a month, mm. um, which felt like a huge win to me. And I tested a lot. So going back to what you mentioned, which is like, did I use the same kind of uh, mindset? Absolutely. I launched in that three month span, I launched about 40 products. Wow. I mean, I was every day, every day, 16 hours a day, just finding them, ordering them, pumping them in and trying testing, to right? resell, you know, testing. three of them worked. Yeah. Testing. I mean, it's very similar to how we teach affiliate marketing is, um, I don't know, uh, 
how, you know, everybody in this, and I want everybody in our community to know sort of our philosophy of teaching affiliate marketing. It's evolved, but we, we take people over and help them to launch various products in various niches and learn how to actually write ads to kill mm -hmm. losers, to scale winners, um, which is very similar to how you started in the e-commerce business. So what happened from there? Um, so once I grew that business to about 30,000, um, I honestly had like a mini panic attack. Mm -hmm. I remember I started going deep into the, the comment section of Amazon Still of Central. And then there was this big Amazon slap coming. So everybody was getting their accounts suspended. Mm. So similar to Google slap, now Facebook slap, Amazon had one and it was real bad. So I had friends that had multi seven layer businesses overnight, shut down, no questions asked. Mm. So that one day I basically couldn't sleep for a week. I had this anxiety of like, I'm going to lose this one asset that I've now built. Right. And so that's kind of fast forward a year. So I basically went from zero to 30K in about a year. And then I really had to realize, okay, I need to diversify this online space. So then as I had that business and it was doing well, I didn't really have to do much. I started diving deep into um, consulting Amazon for sure, because obviously there was some value there. So I started helping other businesses. And then I went down the, um, the affiliate marketing route. Um, started going in there and there was obviously, as we know, everything out there, um, every 18 year old and 22 year old with courses. And I was just, again, kind of back to the beginning where I was lost. I was like, oh man, this is not gonna work. So mm -hmm. just trying everything, I got to the ClickBank game and again, launched 20, 30 different offers. Some work, the accounts got suspended, then just started going into this wild world of affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of put that aside because I was like, you know what? There's nobody in the space that kind of I can relate to that I want to get behind until I found your program, actually. Mm. Um, and so I kind of put it aside and then I really focused on consulting. Mm. And um, but having the skill set of launching, you know, probably a hundred affiliate offers all in all everything on ClickBank on the top fucking five pages, <laughs> excuse my language, but uh, just really going for it. And there was some success, um, but it was nothing, again, nothing that was sustainable. I felt like I got a pop, I made five grand and then it was gone. And then it was like, oh man, this is not gonna work, you know? So um, then I started digging deep again. Um, we actually spent um, like four, four, four months out of the year traveling, uh, me and my fiance. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things that the business allowed us to do was basically get her out of her nine to five, which was amazing. Um, and then she started doing online and then we started traveling. So yeah. while traveling, you're basically, you know, still running your business, but then you're always searching. So I went back to the search about, you know, a year ago, I think, yeah, I would say probably May. Um, I think I officially joined your program in August, I think of last year or something. And, um, and I came across one of your videos. I think somebody in, in another Facebook group mentioned your program. First thing I saw was your face. And I gotta be honest, I was like, what? This is the dude, right? So, and then I started looking at your content and I really enjoyed it. It felt authentic to me. Um, it felt like we kind of have a similar story of our, you know, of our upbringings. I watched all your videos and I was honestly inspired. And, um, and I joined um, the seven day, I mean the 15 day, and then within the first two days, I was like, this is it. Because I was actually wanting to launch my own program. So I was actually in the process of building one. And then I came across yours. I was like, I'm not touching this. 
this is way, way better than anything I could ever create. And uh, once I got on the phone with a representative and they really were super helpful, started consuming more content, got involved in the group, and then I uh, haven't looked back and I'm super, uh, super happy to be a part of it. So thank you for everything you've done. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I really appreciate the words. I, that stuck out to me. You said um, nothing in your, what's important to you, what's your why in your um, questionnaire we, we sent out to you before you said, you know, I really love helping others get started online. The thrill of day one concept to execution and launching something still gives me chills, especially when it's someone new and it's their first project, whether that's creating a product or launching your first affiliate offer. It's so exciting. This is 100% the reason I started promoting LM. Nothing else came close. So, you know, uh, you and I are a lot alike. I'm blessed to uh, be able to take on average 50 to a hundred people every two weeks, Matt Hetzel and I, our CMO get on a, a decade in a day training and we work eight hours with brand new business blueprint clients and help them launch their very first affiliate offer. Mm -hmm. And it's doing exactly what you're, you know, I mean, obviously you're an affiliate, you're promoting, um, your story is valuable. Uh, because you have this amazing entrepreneur journey experience, you know, but you're out there promoting and sending, you're doing affiliate marketing, sending customers our way. And those customers, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having that, that experience, that privilege every couple of weeks to, to help those people to launch their first affiliate offer and understand. And it, and it, and it, it you know, I get more excited every week. I think that's the re that's for whatever reason, I have never tired of this industry. I've never tired of this business because I know that this business in doing this, the, the money that somebody makes in their first 30 days or whatever is only the tip of the iceberg. It's only the tip of the iceberg. I mean, um, people go on and they revolutionize and transform their entire way of viewing the world, their entire way of how make you know of of making money, of 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 uh, of existence, man. You know what I mean? Like when I came into this this industry, I was 24, just got off a crippling drug addiction, homelessness, addiction, uh, you know, struggle, and I had felonies from various different drug related DUIs and, you know, fleeing and eluding. I was out running from the cops, ducking and dodging. I was just a, an addict, a junkie. I had a heroin addiction. So I had no future, man. I mean, I would never have gotten a, a real job. I mean, so in a sense, I was sort of forced into entrepreneurship, which is kind of interesting, <laughs> right? Uh, it, it's funny how, how the American system works in terms of, of uh, you know, making basically holding people's past against them. They almost force people like us into leadership roles. Um, and then we end up transforming other people's lives who are just following the rules, you know? Sure. Um, you know, so it's kind of fascinating. Um, uh, what, where, what's working for you right now when you, you talked about sort of consulting and affiliate marketing reimagined and so forth. Talk, talk about what's working for you right now and what's next for you. Um, I would say there's, there's kind of two parts. So I kind of mentioned both, which is consulting and affiliate marketing. So I'll start with the affiliate marketing side of it. Um, TikTok was actually a huge 
reason why I started promoting the program. Um, I spent a couple months on the platform and I realized there was a lot of younger um, demo. It was a very young demo. So knowing myself and being at the stage I was at, I felt like it was a bit over the top of what I was kind of training on the, the consulting I was doing. It was already people that had businesses, established businesses that really wanted to scale. And I felt like I started putting out some videos, but it just didn't resonate. And then I was like, what about legendary? Let's try this. And I really broke it down to the beginning of that excitement of launching my first business, mm -hmm. getting that first sale. Oh, just got the chills. Look. <laughs> um, and uh, and it instantly resonated with the TikTok community and then also Instagram and also people that I spoke with once I started putting out that content. So um, once I started putting that out there and realizing, oh, wow, people are actually on this platform who don't have a business, who wants to start a business. Mm. So I kind of broke my journey into two. So I have like this beginning, never had a business. I'm excited. I want to make my first sale with Legendary Marketer. And then I have this consulting side um, which I also um, do a lot of partnerships on the other side of the business. So the way those two merge is essentially how I am where I am today, which was I started with affiliate marketing, which is now I'm excited because legendary marketer can kind of hold people up and teach them and get them in. And once you get to a certain stage, what you're then able to do is obviously offer your skill set. And this is where the consulting comes in. And this is the part that I'm super excited for anybody that's in legendary right now even if you're not making any money right now, just think about what you're learning, the skills, launching these affiliate offers. Whether they suck, it doesn't matter. You're learning the process mm. and it's muscle memory. So just keep launching, keep failing, keep failing because what will happen is one day somebody will reach out to you on Instagram and say, hey, I saw that thing you did. Can you help me with my business? And then that's your in, right? Without promoting it. I never once promoted any of my consulting stuff because I just felt it was not, uh, why would I help somebody with their business when I'm still trying to figure out mine? But yeah, then you, you were undervaluing in way, uh, yeah, there's no other word for it, undervaluing yourself. I just want to point that out, which everybody does, even me. We don't realize how valuable our knowledge, expertise, information is. Oh, wait, I'm not an expert, Dave. Well, I, if you've gone through our 15 day challenge and been in our community, got on 10 wake up calls and listen to stories like Marson here, you are maybe not an expert, but you've let's not even let's just throw that word out because people are not even looking for they're looking for just people. They're looking for coaches or mentors who can help them get from A to C. Right. They don't even need to go A to Z. That's that's unrealistic. Nobody, nobody offers a full scale A to Z. We're going to run your business for you. But they say, hey, I can write email copy for you. I can help you launch your business on Amazon or I can write yeah. little things. It's a we're living in a micro economy, not a macro economy, a micro economy to where influencers, people like you and me can charge five hundred dollars an hour to do four sessions with somebody over the month and help them get an edge to avoid mistakes. So that's, so I, I'm sorry. I hope you didn't lose your train of thought, but yeah. you, 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 you are realizing now, I, I want to make sure that I'm clear. Are you realizing now what your value is and how you can offer your services or wh where are you currently at in terms of 
valuing your knowledge and your expertise in 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 terms of consulting are you yeah. at all promoting that or are you still just allowing people to just to reach out to you etc yeah so what i ended up doing was kind of once i like feel like i sharpened my tools learn how to build funnels learn how to design them learn how some of the back end works email marketing and kind of all of the different pieces um couple different opportunities stumbled upon well i guess that's not true. I reached out to them and said, Hey, I'm going to build you a funnel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's actually what happened on a few different ones. So oh. this is a great lesson was I actually just gave value, provided value and helped people, um, which I love doing all the time. I try to take at least an hour to a week just to help people. Um, and that's what I did. I ended up building a funnel for somebody and they were like, wow, this is really good. This is way better than what we had. And then that started a conversation and they said, well, what else do you do? And I said, well, I can run your ads. Boom. I started running some ads. And then long story short, that developed into a partnership. Mm. So this is where the partnership piece that I mentioned comes in. And I've done this now three times and I have three brands that I'm currently partners in wow. um, all because of that initial, I want to help. I'm going to do this for free. I don't expect anything from you. And because again, I wanted to just practice. So for me, it was like, I want to have another client. I want to practice whether you pay me or not. It doesn't make a difference. And I then hope that's to hear this, man. That you know what? There was somebody who who logged off, and who didn't hear what you just said. And this is this is the most valuable part of the conversation. So let me just recap. I want to make sure that I'm clear about what you did. So you reached out to various business owners, which everybody has a personal Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and you said. I did some research on your business and I would like to build you a sales funnel for free and see if it outperforms what you currently have. Is that right? Well, it's even one, one step further. I built it and I sent it to them. Wow. So I didn't even reach out to them. I just basically took their business as if it was mine. I built a whole business with ads, with a concept, and then I just sent it to them. Now, when you say built a whole business, let's be let's break that down because I don't want that to be any I don't want anybody to get lost there. A whole when you say a whole business, you built the sales funnel what in click funnels? In click funnels, yeah. Okay, just got my legendary. Oh, nice. Which we're we're we got the hold on. Nice. See, got that legendary. Now they uh, they're gonna owe us. This was only. This was only for a small segment. We've done much more than 10 million, but we uh, they'll owe us another one or two of those. But that that's right from ClickFunnels. So that's one of their cool awards. They just shipped that to us the other day. Nice. Uh, that, that's a legendary marketer win for everybody. Um, but okay, so I, you built a sales funnel on ClickFunnels and then uh -huh. you wrote the ads, right? Right. You, you basically wrote the ads and said, this is the copy I'd use. These are the images and or videos that I'd use. Yep. You wrote the email follow-up sequence. Um, one or two emails. Yeah. More what? of like a concept. Yeah. So okay. basically a marketing strategy. Okay. Okay. So, and then that was essentially the assets that you then took to the, to the, the business owner. Is that right? And then yeah. sent it over. Okay, so when he says built a whole business, I want you to think about this, guys. That's what he did. He went to ClickFunnels, took the concepts of the, what was on their website, images, copyright, and, and then put that into a sales funnel and said, because we all know, we all understand sales funnels convert better than websites, 
We, mm-hmm. right. We, that's why we use click funnels, et cetera. Um, ads. I mean, how long did it take you to build those assets? A day. A day, baby. Come yeah. on. Come on. Are you guys listening right now? Yeah. How many of us have wasted a day just twiddling our thumbs or scrolling Facebook and said, I, this is not working for me, right? When in, there's so many opportunities, this is one of them. So you took those assets, did all, did all, did you, did you send and have meetings with people that you didn't end up closing into a partnership or did you close all three? Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely did quite a few projects um, while kind of going down this journey of wanting to just build funnels. Uh-huh. Did a bunch of them. The way I actually started with that concept was on ClickBank. So what I did is I went to ClickBank um, and I found an offer. Mm. And a lot of times those websites are pretty brutal. So I was like, oh man, this sucks. This copy sucks. So then I went in and just created it. I started selling their offer, right? So I actually started promoting it. So I actually ran ads, got some sales, and then I contacted the owner and said, hey, listen, I really like your offer. It's converting, but I think you're losing a lot of money here. And I feel like you could make a lot more money on the back end or the front end. And check this out. And then they said, well, what do you suggest? And I said, well, I already built a funnel for it. So here's the funnel. And then again, that led to a partnership from ClickBank. And I still work with them today. Just there's some folks that just ain't picking up what you're putting down, brother. You know what I mean? There's just some people that ain't picking up what you put. I hope y'all are hearing this, man. This man went out and just took some initiative, just took a, you know, whatever, six hours. What's a day to you, bro? I mean, was it a 16? Who cares if it was a 16 hour day, eight at whatever, built some assets, but you learn those skills from in those projects and that profit came out of you learning the skill in the first place. And this is what I think the point you were making a second ago when I interrupted you because I wanted to really clarify what you were saying and break it down for people. But you learn in these skills you were telling people a second ago, you don't know where this is going to take you. Right. Right. You don't. And it's all about the foundation and it's all about learning not only how to sell stuff online, And this is kind of where it leads to legendary. Like once I started consuming your content, the first videos are about mindset, which that's all I always try to, you know, tell people like, don't get caught up in the weeds of wanting to make money. Just really understand what it takes to get up every morning, have an idea, whether it's an idea that's going to make you money or not, and just go execute it. So again, go build funnels, go write copy. You know, you you will never be good unless you actually put in the work. And we already know that. And that's probably comes from my sports obsession, you know, where you got to train. I wanted to be a basketball player. And trust me, I spent 10,000 hours. It didn't work out. But yeah. all the things I learned from that. So going back to legendary with it is mindset and then learning all of those different skill sets. Once I saw you guys are using ClickFunnels, I was like, check. Once I saw mindset was a huge part of the program. Again, check. And I kind of checked off all these boxes and realized, man, this is what I want to teach people that are beginning. But this is already here. Yeah. So which was it frees you up, right? As an affiliate to go and do, you know, I don't think people really realize I, I, my, I think we here make it look easy and I'm not trying to toot our own horn. 
but make it look easy. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've paid, you know, nearly probably nearly $200 million to affiliates over the last 10 years of my career. I had another company previous to this. Um, and you know, it was a, it was a massive success. I had a partner in that business and he had some struggles and I ended up having to leave just because sometimes partnerships don't go, uh, as planned, but, um, but we understand the sort of back end processes, how to set things up. Our entire website is coded in hard code. It's not set up on click funnels. I mean, we have teams and so forth. Um, you know, even my programmer has been building affiliate systems and so forth for a long time and is, uh, doesn't even take on, uh, uh, people. I mean, you know, it does big projects. Um, so, you know, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of affiliates that come in and will have a bit of success and then think, well, I'm going to go launch my own program. Then don't realize really how much work it takes. And then they say, well, I wish I could really just go back to driving traffic and being sort of a broker or a consultant. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I don't, you know, I could still do my affiliate marketing, but I can, have the flexibility. And I love what I do as the CEO of this company because I'm comfortable in this role. I know how to, to do what I'm doing. But the affiliate marketing lifestyle is a great lifestyle. I just don't think people really realize how good it is because you have the flexibility to be able to um, do whatever you want. You can make as much money as you want. You can travel um, you can, you can take time off, et cetera. So <clears throat> I just am, I'm, you know, what yesterday, actually on an interview, I said, and I've said this recently quite a bit, you know, you guys who are sitting around, if you launch a couple of offers and you're waiting for the ads to get approved or whatever, and you're like, find yourself scrolling on Facebook, you know, you gave an amazing example today of what you could be doing with your time. Um, I said, hell, go create some ads on freelancer or respond to some jobs to write email copy or write ad copy and say, I'll do the first job for free. You right. know, I mean, e there's so many ways that you guys could be using these skills to be able to to even go to Fiverr. You know, hey, I'll write an ad for five dollars. I mean, how many ads can you write in a day? I can write a lot. If that's what I'm doing, if I've got affiliate ad campaigns running over here for my offers and I'm writing ads for other people, what's that going to do? I'm getting paid now to become a better copywriter. And then maybe in a few years, you'll be writing multi-million dollar sales letters or able to write a full sales letter like you're doing to then take it to maybe even sooner than a couple of years, maybe three right. to six months if you do oh. it every day, right? There's just so much opportunity, Marcin. I Thank you for I had no idea that you were going to come with this consulting slash affiliate marketing reimagine like you like you did today because I think you opened up a lot of people's mind. I know you certainly got me excited. What else would you add to put a cap on this conversation this morning? Um, I would say the big thing right now is especially if you're starting out, like, and I really mean this is forget about the money. Just don't get caught up checking your statistics. The biggest thing you can do right now is really get good at one thing. Just get good at one thing. Get good at building a funnel. Get good at doing ads. Get good at you know launching products. Whatever that thing is for you, start with one thing 
and then just go out and reach out to people and offer that service to them for free and network mm -hmm. with people. And I'm not going to guarantee, but a lot of doors will open for you. That mm -hmm. will result in a lot of money. And then while you're doing that, document your journey. That mm -hmm. would be a big tip for the TikTokers out there, social media. Don't try to act like an expert if you're not, but be the journeyman. I mean, share your story. Just tell people, hey, listen, I'm doing this funnel thing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but check out what I built. And then somebody's going to see that who's one step behind you and go, oh, man, that's killer. Can you do one for me? And now you got a client. And then you nurture that relationship, build it up, hopefully starts making some money. And then now you could be a partner in potentially a big business down the road because you initially started with this value and helping others instead of trying to make that dollar, right? And when it comes to legendary, it's already taken care of for you. So you don't have to worry about trying to make the money because it's already done for you. All you got to do is bring people in to that lander and then you're good. So amazing. You know, um, I, uh, I, I think that, um, people don't realize how many doors can open when they go out there and they, they just say, I'll do this for free to prove myself. Like, like, you know how many offers I get for people to do that each month, Marson? Like none. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that something? You know what I mean? Right. You know, I need people to write email copy for me right now. I need people to write ads for me right now. Like I need these services and you know what? I'm too busy to go out and this is another thing that I just hope people hear busy, already successful business owners who you probably want to work around are probably looking for those exact things that you're too scared to send an email. Absolutely. I am looking for things like this every day. Matt and I were overwhelmed. I mean, we can't overwhelmed in the sense that we can't send enough emails. We can't launch enough ads. Does this make sense? Like I can't launch it. I've got videos. I've got old sales videos that I want to launch new offers on legendary. And it's just a time thing. It's, it, do you understand? It's like, so those of you who are sitting around twiddling your thumbs saying Dave Sharp would never listen to me or Marson would never, or Matt Hetzel would never answer my email or um, whoever, Ty Lopez or Grant Cardone, I, whoever would never answer my email. You're right. They won't. Want to know why? Because you're too scared to send it. That's right. And because you are spending too much time undervaluing the skills that you are investing your hard-earned time and money into learning and you know what i i think the transition between consumer to creator student to teacher learn do teach or offer your services the quicker you can I, I gave you three examples of basically the same thing it's getting away from that newbie complex and getting into action taking chances launching things right like you're doing reaching out to people offering services for free um the quicker we can move from that newbie undervaluing and under minimizing ourselves over to i'm going to take some risk i'm going to offer some services for free i'm going to throw some spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks the quicker we make that transition the quicker we start making money and having success and right. the majority of people just stay stuck in an old story 
in their head like you did, like I have, and like so many others have, that I'm not ready yet. One more day, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. Let me watch another training. Let me go sit on another, let me go scroll Facebook. Oh, another ad, another webinar, right? Because that's safe. There was a lady that came in looking for a job from me two, three years ago, and she said, I, I'm, she came into the, the interview and she said, you know, I've got a PhD. Okay. I'm way overqualified for this executive assistant position. Um, or I'm about to get my PhD. And I looked at her, you know, can't discriminate. Didn't look at, didn't ask her age. And I don't think she told me, but I could tell she was in her forties ish, maybe 50 almost. And I said to myself in my head, this woman has done nothing but play it safe <clears throat> in the classroom. Mm. And I and I eventually told her that was the reason why I declined her was because she's never taken any risk. <laughs> it's safe in the classroom. Absolutely. That's one of the things that we don't want to create dependent clients and students here. We want to bring people in, teach them skills, not enough to overwhelm them, but just enough to get them started and then say, get your ass out of this nest. And put them, just like a bird, fall right on your head. And then know that we're not going anywhere. We've got much more that we can teach you, but we want to get you out there. And today your conversation was in direct alignment with our with our values here, man. So I am so thrilled that I got to talk to you this morning. And uh, if I'll give you the last word if you want to wrap up and say anything else. Otherwise, I just hope that you'll come back every three or four months and, and let us uh, stay updated with your journey. Oh, that'd be so great. So actually, I do have one more thing. So one of the things I've always done from day one is make a goal list whenever I start a new project. So I have a page in my book for Legendary, and I'll read it to you really quick. This was back in August. First thing it says is hashtag be legendary. And then I wrote a little blurb on top. It says, this is a business, not another offer. It will change the life of many. Hmm. That's the first thing I wrote. And then I wrote some goals here. And one of them I get to check off today, actually. So check this out. So I have some earnings goals, which I recently crossed uh, 10,000, you know, the mark. Also for leads, officially crossed 1,000. And then number one here, if you look, it says, talk to Dave. So I'm going to check that off the list. And then I got a bunch of other ones. So thank dude. you. Hey, man, that is great. That is great, dude. You would be great to hang out with. I hope we get to do that sometime soon. But uh, this is this is the best we got right now, which is virtual. And uh, that's good enough. Uh, you gave a lot of value this morning. Thanks so much, brother. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Be legendary. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. See you, man. Cheers. All right, my friends. Uh, hey, what more can you say? All right. Uh, tune in uh, every every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time to get more powerful value uh, like what we brought today. I want to thank Marson for being an amazing guest and sort of spilling the beans, if you will. If you love this, if you got a lot of value, let him know in the comments. I'm sure he'll, he'll come back and read. I do, too. Uh, and let them know, share this with somebody. There was a lot of value in this too. You can be of value by sharing valuable stuff, not crap, right? <laughs> let's stop the, let's stop the, uh, the, the, the sharing crap online for, for just a couple of months here and, and try to put out more positivity and inspiration. Um, 
because Lord knows we're in a place in the world to where we need that. And we, we need more truth. We need more opportunity. We need to remind people that it's not the end of the world. Um, at least, at least not that I can see, I, I still see a blue sky and the sun raised or rise this morning. So, um, have a great day. All right. Be legendary. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.